Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it. Gaming? Wait for it. Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. My name is Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. And, of course, joining me for all movie and TV reviews is my co-host, Mr. Eric Almighty. Eric, we are here with a review of the new Disney Pixar film, Luca, which I think is one of the films that kind of fell victim to being pushed back a lot and moved around. And then ultimately, we got its release here on Disney Plus. So I know we were cautiously optimistic about it. And I'm excited to talk to you about it today because we have not done that yet between the two of us. No, we have not. And uh, I definitely thought we were reviewing The Good Dinosaur. I must have the wrong notes here. So I think this will be an interesting review. I was looking forward to Luca, um, but not like super excited. Like I was just like looking forward to another Disney animated movie. The last one that came out on Disney Plus, correct me if I'm wrong, was Soul, which we we definitely enjoyed. Um, But again, there were definitely some things that we called out in that movie that was somewhat missing. So it'll be interesting to see where we fall on this one because we fell differently for our last review in the Heights. So I think this one we're probably going to fall more in line. I was actually just disappointed that this movie is not about Luka Doncic. I went into it and I didn't see any Dallas Mavericks players. So I don't even know why we're talking about this. I mean, it's a Disney movie, so they have good endings there, Phil. Ooh, okay, well, that's <laughs> that's that's fresh. Uh, <laughs> let's, get, <laughs> let's get into the episode here. In just a moment, for those of you that are just joining us, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. If you're not necessarily interested in Luca, check out our library. I promise there is something here for everybody. And if you do enjoy the episode, stick around to the very end and we'll let you know where to find all the rest of our content. Also, Eric, for those of them that are new, let them know how our movie reviews work. So we keep it pretty simple here at the Wait For It podcast. We're going to go over our likes, our dislikes, overall thoughts, and then we're going to jump into a grade. Of course, we're going to stick with the traditional one through ten, uh, sometimes even a zero. Who know? I don't think Luca's getting a zero. I can see it on your face. I don't think we're going there, but we're definitely going to keep it within that one to ten range, and we'll see how this goes. But Phil, let's go ahead and get right into it. One hundred percent. And also a shout out to those of you who have been with us since the beginning, the longtime listeners. We really, really appreciate you. So yeah, let's get into it here. So Luca, um, you know, we're not going to. I think at this point, Eric, with Disney and Pixar films, we'll just stay away from visuals because you know obviously they have that down you know you know what to expect when you're going into one of these projects one of these films it's gonna look fantastic one thing that surprised me eric it's pretty funny like some of the humor was was pretty good i found myself laughing out loud on a lot of jokes that i think were definitely intended for an older audience and i thought i thought that was kind of surprising yeah and we're gonna keep it strictly spoiler free as you can see in the title and honestly without getting too too much into it the only thing i will kind of mention is a. Uh, a statement. It was like, honestly, the perfect Disney tagline for the movie, which was Silencio Bruno. Right. And I really, <laughs> really enjoyed the hell out of that. I really liked the characters. Phil, I don't know if you had a standout character, but I kind of liked them all. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think they complemented each other very, very well. I like that there's a little bit of a small kind of surprise at the very, very end, a little twist ending as far as a couple of the characters that we run into. But no, I, I really liked all of them. I liked the dad. I thought, 
you know, there there's a lot of fam, uh, you know, family values here that are being pushed. Of course, with 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 all Disney films, but this one I thought had a kind of a special little story to be tell, told. Um, I the villain was kind of interesting. Maybe that's the only one that kind of missed the point for me. Like, was he an adult? Was he a teenager? I'm not sure. Still. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about that in dislikes because there there are some dislikes in this movie, but uh, a lot of the movie was really really good. Um, I didn't I don't know if you know this, but uh, so we you know Luca is obviously the main character and and he's pretty good. I don't really know that um, that kid from many movies. I guess he was in The Good Boys as Max. Yep, I do remember him from that. So not too familiar with with his work, uh, Jacob uh, Jacob Tremblay. But uh, Jack Dylan Grazer, which is uh, Freddy from Shazam, was Alberto. And I thought that was okay. really interesting because I liked Freddy and Shazam a lot. Yeah, if I recall correctly, you liked Freddy more than the kid that played Shazam. <laughs> very, very much. Yes, Freddy should have been Shazam. That's a, a deep cut there at the Wait For a Podcast. 200 episodes in. So right. we have to go back a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know if that episode is still up. I don't, we may have used <laughs> copyright. <of> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds was our, about right. Our early podcasting days, but yeah, no, the voice casted very, very well. You got Jim Gaffigan here as well, Maya Rudolph. So there are definitely some uh, some well known names. So of course, again with Disney Pixar, you expect the voice acting to be pretty good. I thought the concept of the film was ve- was fairly interesting. I really enjoyed also the town. I've always kind of like just really been kind of uh, drawn towards that type of like Italian villa type of background and backdrop. So I thought that was pretty cool so yeah i mean this isn't there's no like music or anything in this it's really just kind of a straightforward story but yeah definitely some really really enjoyable characters for sure was there anything else that stood out for you i mean the runtime is only an hour and a half so there's really only so much we can talk about without going into spoilers right i felt like it wasn't too short and it wasn't too long i felt like it stayed it's uh it stayed it's welcome as long as it needed to uh it didn't have songs from the characters but the actual music in the movie i thought was standout it made the colors pop off. It made the characters, you know, stand out. I really enjoyed the music in the background setting of this movie. And this movie had a lot of great things going for it. But I think, Phil, as we kind of, I think you're ready to transition to some dislikes because this isn't going to be one of our longer episodes. Again, Disney animated film, probably not much we can get into, uh, spoiler free. But I, I think it was just missing something that, that I think that was key for me. So I'm curious to see if we find out together what that was. Yes, and let's get into that as far as opportunities. But, you know, speaking of opportunities, if you are an aspiring podcaster, one opportunity you should take advantage of is partnering with Buzzsprout. So podcasting isn't very hard when you have the right partners, and the team over at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. We use Buzzsprout here at the Wait For It Podcast, and we absolutely love it. We've been with them for a few years now, and, you know, we don't ever see ourselves leaving anytime soon. And one of the biggest reasons for that is because Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You get a great looking podcast website with audio players that you can drop in other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episodes. Yeah, you can just start with any gear that you already have along with a quiet space. But if you ever want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of resources to help you find the right equipment at the right price. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. After this episode's over, follow the link in the show notes. It lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you. Get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. And of course, it's one of the best ways you can help support our show. 
All right, folks, thanks for taking the time to listen to our affiliates. So, yeah, let's get into opportunities here, because like you said, the film is missing something. And, you know, when you go into a Disney Pixar film, you expect a certain level, I think, of an emotional investment. And while I alluded to it in likes, there is a you know, there is there's a good story to be told here, but it's not coming anywhere close to a film such as like a Coco or an Inside Out or I mean, honestly, even Soul, I think, had a little bit more or even Onward, which is not the best movie, but I think it still tells a really, really great story. And Luca just does not have that. Is that what kind of what you're alluding to? Yeah, it's absolutely what I'm talking about. Like, I just don't know. And maybe it's because there's not a villain in the film and there's no stakes. Like, there's really no stakes other than... And, and obviously, this is not really spoilery because you, if you've probably seen the trailer. So if you want to go in completely blind, maybe skip ahead 30 seconds. But the kids are sea monsters. <laughs> That's kind of the whole premise. Like, you're kind of intrigued. That's never explained. Um, and I don't need it to be, like, broken down for me. But it's never referenced why they can do that or, like, how long they've been around or, like, the history of it. They're just one day the town knows about them and now they hate them. And they can just transform into humans. And there's no real villain that, like, comes into play. There's no, like, emotional background. There's no, like, family death that leads to an emotional scene later on in the movie. Like, you killed my brother. Like, nothing. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. This movie just doesn't have that it factor. It has so many great things going for it. It's a fun movie. It's really funny. It's really bright, vibrant. I love the music in it. It meshes well. The pacing, I thought, was well. But then it's just missing that one key thing. And I can't tell if it's the villain or it's something more. Phil, what were some things that just didn't stand out to you other than kind of the lackluster villain? Who, again, we don't know (laughs) if he was just a teenager or a grown adult terrorizing this town of kids in this Vespa race. They they kind of they kind of like allude to it or like address it. But it didn't really it still didn't explain it. The thing for me here, Eric, is that like. And I want to know if you feel the same way too. If I had seen this in theaters, I probably wouldn't have been so positive on it. Like it is a, it is an experience that is perfect for streaming at home. You know, having like a nice night at home with with your family and just watching again, like you said, Eric, a really fun, colorful, you know, enjoyable film. But if I had seen this in theaters, I'd have been like, wow, I paid fifteen dollars for this ticket to go see that movie, which was like I said again, an hour and a half. No, you're right. And you actually uh, are taking some of my uh, my uh, comments and my final thoughts. Yeah. This was perfect for a Disney Plus release where Soul, I really wish we got to experience in theaters. This movie, perfect for a straight straight to DVD movie almost. Mm-hmm. Like there's a really great or like underrated. a Disney channel, like a Disney channel film, something like that. Yeah. If it came out that way, it would be an underrated film. Like it would, people would be like, it'd be like a, one of those, not cult classics, but it'd be one of those movies people talk about like, man, not enough people are talking about Luca. It's pretty good for what it was. But instead, it's held to the standards of other movies. And while I never watched The Good Dinosaur, a lot of people are comparing it to that. Phil, I don't remember. Did you actually watch The Good Dinosaur? And is that a fair comparison? I did see The Good Dinosaur. I was very excited to see it, and it is not good. And no, it's not a fair comparison because I enjoyed myself in Luca. I did not enjoy The Good Dinosaur. I remember I took my daughter. I don't even think she enjoyed it. That was back in 2015. So, you know, she was only seven, and, you know, kids enjoy anything at that age. So if she didn't like it, that kind of tells you. The Good Dinosaur is also just weird. I don't know. I don't think you've ever seen it, but it's just a strange film. 
Luca, I, 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 I don't think it's a fair comparison because Luca is, is enjoyable. One thing that I'm interested to see is how people are reacting to the artwork, the art style of the characters. You know, it is different compared to some of the other films. This is very kind of Wallace and Gromity without having, you know, but it's not claymation, of course. So I'm interested to see how people react to that. I'm really happy you said that because I think that's also part of it, what it was missing. I don't think it played a big factor. So we said the visuals were a plus. The animation didn't feel Disney Mm -hmm. to me. Like it did feel like Wallace and Gromit, like very clean, clean cut, chicken run, those films. And maybe there's some backstory to that. Maybe that the the head creator of Wallace and Gromit is now an executive at Disney and we're stupid for not knowing that. And they're going in a different direction with their animation studio that created Luca. Like, I don't know. Maybe there's all that deep stuff to it. But on its face value, it felt more like a movie that would have ended up on Netflix than a movie that probably should be on Disney+. Plus. Um, but again, I feel like, and I'll bring this up in my overall thoughts. I feel like that despite these dislikes, which I feel we spent just as much time talking about than in the likes... I feel like a lot of it is nitpicky and it's because we were just expecting more because of the quality of movies they brought before it. So I feel like that's working against it. And I don't know that I'll feel the same way a year from now after my son is asked to watch it a couple times. He's actually watching it this morning as we record. And I definitely found myself wanting to watch it as well. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, ultimately, these are movies aimed at a younger audience. And if they're enjoying it, then that means that they nailed it. I what The thing is, is I don't see... And, and my daughter, who is 13, also enjoyed it but she's also not clamoring to go to watch it again you know so like i don't think like eric correct me if i'm wrong i don't think like uh, when uh, a, a few days from now he's not going to be like let's go to target and find luca merchandise and put it all over my room <laughs> like that's just not going to happen with this no absolutely agreed I, and like i said i think i think even merchandise wise like i think it'll probably sell well i think again there's a lot here there's a lot of great stuff here but i don't ever see a sequel of this I don't ever see this winning an Oscar. Like, again, it was just a good movie. Uh, it was it was it was fine. It's basically like a low stakes fish Harry Potter. <laughs> OK, well, I mean, that's that's a little <laughs> you're I mean, mad because it's true. He what's that. What's the Anthony Mackie meme? He's making valid points. <laughs> he's out of line, but he's right. <laughs> I'm not amused. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, you know, uh, we don't want to spend. We don't want to spend too much time tearing this film down because we did enjoy it, despite what we're saying. <laughs> I think despite what it sounds like, we did enjoy the film. So let's get into our our final thoughts here, Eric. I will go first. You know, Luca, as we mentioned, provides an enjoyable hour and a half discussion, or discussion, distraction for the family. Visually, it holds up from what we're used to seeing from Pixar, but it falls short on delivering the type of emotional storytelling that we're accustomed to seeing from them. If I had paid to see this in theaters, as I mentioned, I probably would have given it a lower score. But like we said, it's perfect for streaming. I probably won't ever watch it again, but I'm still glad that I did. So I give it a 7 out of 10 for delivering a forgettable but enjoyable experience. I think we're going to be pretty close here. Luca is a fine movie, guys. It's deserving of a watch simply because it's a Disney animated film. It doesn't reach the heights of what it could have been, though. And the fact that it was just so perfect for a Disney Plus release says a lot. It was just missing something really big that could have taken it to the next level. And I'm still not sure what that was. But despite our theme from our thoughts and the dislikes, despite all those comments, there are so many good qualities about the film that it is worthy of at least a one-time watch. 
So, like we're told in the movie, when we tend to overthink our decisions or stop ourselves from doing something fun, just tell that stupid person in your head, Silencio Bruno, and go check it out. I'm going to give this a solid 7.5 out of 10. Um, And again, I'm looking ahead of myself about a year from now giving that score. I probably right now would give it a 7. But again, I feel like walking away from it, I just wanted more. And when I go to appreciate it for what it is, it probably lies there uh, in a seven and a half, but no, no higher than that. Well, there you have it, folks, our spoiler free review of Luca. We hope you enjoy that episode and make sure to keep up with all the rest of our library, both past and future content. We have a really exciting episode coming up on Wednesday for the game room where it happens, where we discuss The Last of Us Part 2 a year later with some awesome guests. Next week, we'll be doing tirades and hot takes, which is one of our favorite new series where we will be talking about Jurassic Park and Jurassic World with host of the Jurassic Park podcast, Brad Jost. And Eric also has a really, really fun episode of Intro to Anime um, with a couple of really awesome guests here recently as well. If you enjoyed this episode, I promise you'll enjoy the rest of our content. You can find it on all podcast streaming websites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. It is one of the best ways you can support the show. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Wait For It Podcast, Twitter at Wait For It Pod. You can find Eric at Mr. Eric Almighty and myself at Phil the Filipino, F-I-L-I-P-I-N-O. But with that being said, Eric, take it away. Here at the end of the episode, guys, my name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and that was my co-host, Phil the Filipino. Don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and all you have to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... Wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.